Hello, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is Friends with Friends, a podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time, but we're making our way through. We are on episode 70 today. I'm joined by my friend, Jason. Hello. And Vanessa. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hello, Vanessa. Yes, we are here doing the podcast. Yes, we're hello. all in the same um, building, yes. but we're in separate rooms for social distancing purposes. It's <laughs> yeah, a building, but we're separated. Well, yes, yeah, so we yeah. actually are. Together, but apart. Together, but apart. But like I said, we're on the 70th episode. This is the one with the screamer, season three, episode 22. So it, season three is starting to come to a close. We only have three more episodes left. Um, this premiered April 24th, 1997, with 22.6 million viewers. Vanessa, want to give us a quick plot overview? Why, yes. So Rachel finds out that Ross is bringing a date to Joey's opening night, and she finds one of her own. Ross tries to convince Rachel that hers is mentally unbalanced. Meanwhile, Joey's play gets terrible reviews, but his co-star provides some comfort. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very good synopsis. Thank you. I'm confused about this. For some reason, when I saw the episode title of this, the one with the screamer, I was thinking Courtney Cox in the movie Scream. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that, but uh, the screamer, yeah. Yes, but the screamer is actually played by Ben Stiller. So he goes on the date with Rachel, and initially she wasn't going to bring anybody, but when Joey asked all the friends if they needed tickets to um, his play premiere, Ross said too. And he's like, yeah, I'm bringing somebody. And then Rachel gives this look. Rachel and Phoebe exchange this look. Oh, he's bringing somebody. He's bringing a date. And then Rachel corrects herself and says, oh, I need two, too. And then she goes, great, I need to find a date. We never know where she finds him. (laughs) Yes. You know, but then she brings him along. And then it is revealed that he is a maddening, mad screamer dude that goes from zero to 100 real quick. (laughs) So my question was, was he famous by then already and i guess he was ben yes. Stiller. so he had already done reality bites mm-hmm. and uh, uh zoolander he'd already done that in flirting with disaster so i guess he was famous by then yeah and it, his wife was christine taylor guest starred in a, co- a few of the episodes so yes. she stars Start in the one with the ultimate fighting champion, which we haven't seen. Yeah. The one at the beach, haven't seen. And okay. the one with the jellyfish, and she's Bonnie. Yes. So actually, Ben Stiller, this is his first episode. And then you'll see Christine actually this season and the next few episodes. So I wonder if Ben suggested to David Crane and Marta Kaufman, and, you know, we're like, hey, my wife is also an actress, bring her on. And they do in these next few episodes. So. It's cool that it's him first and then her. He looks so short standing next to Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ross, like, towers never, over him. I've never seen him in person. I, I don't know him. either. He just, yeah. and, but then they were on different steps, too. Like, they put Ross, mm-hmm. I mean, David Trimmer, like, two steps higher than him, too. So it made it worse. But Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't but, really like him in this. I didn't think he was that great, either. Really? Like, I think he has that look that. He has that look of a screamer. <laughs> like, angry, I don't know. angry New Yorker. Yeah, he yes. has that look. Yes, and so I think it fit him well. But I didn't like his character, obviously, because he's just Cray. But, like, it, it, yeah. it, 
he's he was suited well. Like I don't think John Favreau could be a screamer. You know what I mean? Like he has that kind of look, and I think that's what they're looking for, and he fit the character well. I guess you're right. I I I guess I was expecting more. I was expecting more like remember when Brooke Shields was in the show? Yeah, she was like steam ceiling. And and yeah. and Julia Roberts was she stole the scene when she was on there too. I just expected more from him, I think, than, mm-hmm. than I got. Oh my god! It was more yeah. like John Favreau, kind of. You know, it was just someone who's on and he's just on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was just awkward. Like I just uh, like like if I had met somebody who was a screamer like that, I don't know what I would do. Like, but she right? didn't know that at first because she didn't know that at first. Only Ryan right. was the only one to see it. So you put on so, a persona around her. Yes, yes, and that's always so scary is when you first start dating somebody. Are they really showing their true self? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> your best self forward until you spend more time with this person, like on days on end. Then you can kind of see like how chill they are, how cool calm collected they are how they interact with your friends and stuff but i mean it was just strange like how he switched from one personality to the other like especially when he's going so the third time ross has an interaction with him he's going to spill coffee on him and outside he's screaming at central perk then he walks in and they talk about their favorite thing is something he goes oh yes like the i forget what he says but he's so calm and i'm like what (laughs) but here's the thing who do you guys prefer eddie or Tommy. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, no. I don't know. Well, no, okay, I that's another like, example. I, yes. he, uh, uh, he was great playing yeah. Eddie. Eddie was a great character. And it was Adam, you know, Adam, Adam was great in that. And it was stealing scenes, too. And I feel like yes. that just didn't. It was just yeah. kind of there. You're right. You're right. Adam Woods definitely seen stealing. Ben was not. If you're gonna go on Friends, you gotta go so hard. far. Yes. But do you think they intended for him to not be a scene stealer? Like just kind of like a he was yes, but yeah, he was memorable, but he wasn't like he wasn't likable. Yeah, and the I think crazy people it. that come on have been likable. Brooke Shields was crazy, but yeah. we liked her character. Sure. Eddie was crazy, but we liked him. There's still yeah. something of endearment to him. He was just a and where did he come from? He came from nowhere. Right? We have no idea. There's no backstory about it. We don't know anything about. It. Maybe that's it. We don't know anything about him at all. So we have no yeah. attachment to him. Yeah, we have no attachment to him. We have no. I mean, she met him at the whatever. Or they used to, you know, have any. We don't know anything about him at all. Other than his he name, Tommy, that. he's a streamer. Yeah, yeah, and that's true because at least like with Eddie, we had the market. You know, like they met at the the market aisle and stuff. We have a little bit background. And, yes. Yeah. At all, no. all that, and then by the, I'm sorry, I don't remember the character's name with Brooke Shields that she was obsessed with. Dr. Yeah, Vermont. Erica. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yes. No, it's true. It's true. Maybe that's it. Is maybe he wasn't meant for us to have a sort of attachment or character development because he was just going to come into one episode. So that way, we only see him for the screaming, and that's it. And that huh. doesn't make him likable. So that's. What he was there for, he has that look, he did it, and he's out. And so And we never see him again. And we never we never see him again. Yeah. Okay. We never see well, him I don't I mean Rachel didn't seem that into him anyway. No, she no. didn't. But I like how Ross, again, Ross wants to prove that this guy is wrong for her. He's still pining after her. This, he, right. this is his flaw. Yeah, and he's jealous and yeah, exactly. His insecurity and it's just like, and he completely forgets about his gorgeous date. She was pretty. But he completely. should never tell Rachel what to think and what to, 
how she should be. Exactly. The problem is like, I don't think you should be dating him. Well, who cares what you think? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You have, and it's, you have to figure out a better way of dealing with that. And that's, and that's he was right. He was right. Yeah. The way he deals with it is definitely annoying. And, and he's, he's still in love with her. He's still trying to protect her, but he has no right to because he's not with her anymore. But do you guys, okay. But here's another thing. Do you guys appreciate it? If somebody like, were to tell you like, Hey, this happened with yeah. your boyfriend or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. isn't that kind of like the same thing? Yeah. Kind of warning you but about it, it. But, but if it's a, if it's a, it depends who it's from as well. Cause if it's an ex-boyfriend, then you automatically sure. go, he's just jealous. But if right. it's a friend that you like trust with their opinion, then mm-hmm. I take that into consideration. It's hard to take an ex-boyfriend into consideration because they're just jealous and they still love me. You know what I mean? Good point. Yep. Well, his so, credibility is gone because of the way he acted with Mark. And yeah. and because of what he did with Chloe, you know? So he, there's no trust there. That's why she couldn't get back together with him. You're not the same person who I was with, you know? That's what she tells him when that sad, horrible breakup episode. I mean, so, I think you should have talked to Monica about it. And yeah. So, you know, Monica can you know, help him out or... You know, Reel him back in. Believe, you know. him. believe him. You know, he, yeah. He needs some credibility. I know he was trying to... You know, make him angry, make uh, Tommy angry so he would yell in front of them. And it just, it's, he, his intentions are good. It's just the way he goes about it. There is. Yeah. Um, I Agreed. hope he grows up some and gets over it. Oh, he yeah. Does. He, you see his development with this whole entire relationship throughout all 10 seasons. <laughs> but I do like that how they actually saw that he was a scraper. Was he was screaming at the chicken and the duck, who are two harmless, harmless animals that did nothing to deserve it. It was hilarious. No. I was like, of course, it's the chicken and the duck. Yeah. Yes, I'm happy the duck, chicken and the duck are still around. I want them to. I'm glad they weren't a one-off guest star. One, one, one episode guest star. Yeah, they're around for the whole entire series. So we got lots more to talk about. You want to take a quick break, and we'll talk about <laughs> poor Phoebe and her customer service calls, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and Joey and Kate. Yes. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, and we're back. So... What do you guys think about Joey and Kate? Like, they finally have a night together, and then she leaves. <laughs> but it, but it wasn't that kind of night, right? Wasn't it like a no? But it was like the night where you connect with somebody, you totally like have good conversations with them, and you like realize that, like, oh, I could really be with this person. Like, I've had those nights, and it's really cool, you know. And it's like. Oh, it's sweet. And and you find you see his sweet side and then all of a sudden it ends. <laughs> I think it's good development for Joey. Yeah. yeah. I like having a night like that with a woman that didn't involve sex and mm-hmm. having a relationship. And then for her the next day to 
to leave and go on so he can, you know, move on too. Even that kiss he gave her on bread, yeah. So cute. When did you do that? When she was leaving? No, um, after they got into the apartment or her apartment and she collapses on the couch, he puts a trash can near her and then he gives her like a kiss on the forehead. Oh, that's right, because he's taking care of her. But I do think I thought that, that was it just showed like a like a nice loyal side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, that's what he, is. he takes care of people and he will be sweet to them. But I, I think it's also good that we think the night's over there. And then the next day we find mm-hmm. out that he hung around for a while and she woke back up and then they had this amazing conversation too. I like the things that they put in the show and the things they talk about that happened in the gaps in between too. It's very clever. And we, we didn't want to hear their whole conversation. We just want to know it was great. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then Monica congratulates him. You had the night. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, about the whole line, though, is this, we don't really know what this play is about. We just assume it's some like really hard drama, relationship drama, uh-huh. or, you know, out, you know, the the abusive relationship, and then somewhere <laughs> a spaceship comes out of it. I know. <laughs> and then he climbs on the spaceship to go look for. Her. Whatever, explore the universe. It's hilarious. I'm like, where what? did that come from? I'm in 200 years from now. I'm gonna meet your kids, 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 or whatever. <laughs> That's so Definitely. funny. That's such a comedic thing to like drop in. Okay, this is a kind of a heavy moment where he's saying bye to her, the understudy, but he's looking at Kate right. off stage, and then it's like the ladder comes down. You're like, what? <laughs> That's why I think you always have to remember about these things. You you got to f- always flip it. In comedy, yeah. I feel like that's what we've learned is you always have to flip the script or flip the uh-huh. direction that it's going. If it's getting too serious, you got to make a joke. But who? I mean, we've been talking about the, this play has been part of the last what three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. We have no idea that it's. We still I, mean, I just assume it was this like crazy, hard hitting drama. But yeah, it, where did the aliens come from? I know. <laughs> And that's why it gets bad reviews. Yeah. No wonder it got bad reviews. Right. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. You know, it's, you know yeah. it'd be like and a close looked- encounter sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was It was weird. It was strange. And that's true. Yeah, like They do always flip it when it's serious. The only time that they don't is in the breakup episodes. And because that's a serious thing. And that was a serious like plot for the whole entire series. So, but in little moments like this, like they do always flip it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was so funny how, yeah, like you mentioned, everyone got bad reviews and Joey tells Kate that the newspapers were just jealous of her. <laughs> and I, yeah, I thought it was funny. And then the director couldn't even read his own review because he was just upset at what he's saying. And then they yeah. said Joey wasn't the worst thing in the play. And Joey and took that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> he flipped it around as a positive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he wanted to save the newspaper. <laughs> and even Estelle was there. Yes, Estelle. Estelle. Yeah. I oh, like yeah. to put Monica and Rachel. Yeah, it was, I think, the first Rachel. time they all met Estelle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Another funny yeah. part of the episode Phoebe and her phone call. <laughs> I think this is hilarious. And we've all. I mean, we've all been there, right? Yes. Oh Maybe my god. For forty-eight hours, but of course they take the story and exaggerate. But we've all been that frustrated, like, when am I ever going to get? What yeah. am I ever going to get through to this people? How long do I have to sit on wait? Customer service sucks. 
Yes, yes. Oh, I my feel like you have to dedicate. Yeah. You have to dedicate like 20 minutes of your day to a call, hoping that it doesn't last longer. And in some cases it does. It does. It's yeah. the worst. And the worst is when you have to like keep pushing buttons and it doesn't get you to like a spokesperson or a, a representative and you just press zero for this issue. Then press yeah. zero if you want it in English. Press yeah. oh five. My gosh. If it's regarding this particular, it's like, oh, stop. Just yeah. get me to talk They've to someone. Yeah. Or maybe. Where you can leave your phone number and they will call you back. But like for me, I have like a an app that kills robocalls, and so sometimes it doesn't work out for me because they'll call me back and I'll be like, "Oh no, that went to silent. Oh no!" Like <laughs> so, I've just been staying on the line and just do other things. Like I'll do the dishes while it's on speakerphone. I'll do things like. The worst is when you finally get a person, and then. Oh, I'm not the right person. Let me transfer you to the other yeah. person. And you got to sit out there on hold again, waiting yeah. for the next yeah. person. Yeah. That makes me crazy. Yes. Horrible. Yes. It is horrible. <laughs> but now I feel like with social media, especially Twitter, it's gotten a lot better. Like usually I'll just send them a message and I'll mm -hmm. handle it that way. That's like I remember somebody hacked my, my Netflix account. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to call. I'm just going to go on Twitter. And I resolved it in like five minutes. So did oh, you tweet yeah, them really or did nice. you message them on Twitter? I messaged them. So and I not said, hey. Right. No, I, if they don't have that option to message, then I'll put the little period and then I'll tweet them and then I'll tell them my issue. So not everyone can see. Ah, so yeah. yeah. But I yeah, so, uh, but Phoebe was such a trooper. I commend her for staying on the line, being determined to talk to someone and giving it her all. I love Phoebe for that. You talk about uh, just keeping busy while you did it. I love that she changed Monica and and, and, uh, and Rachel's bedrooms. All <laughs> you, you, they walk into their rooms and they walk out with this odd look on their face. Like, what? What? Happened? What? What's going on? <laughs> and it's never addressed either. Like afterwards, if they switch their own rooms back, too, it's never addressed. It's just like. All right, the, this is the rooms, you know. It's it's silly, it's funny, but I mean, what else are you gonna do? You know, she's like playing with yarn and stuff. <laughs> but I wonder why they had to have her storyline stay home. Why did they have to have her stay home? Well, I think Phoebe was the only one who could have like persevered it. But then when she puts the sweater on and gets her head stuck in there, we've all had that moment of panic too. If I put the phone down, I'm gonna lose them. I'm gonna miss the call. And she, if your head stuck in the sweater, I thought they did a really good job of, you know personifying and showing that panic that we all have had at a moment yeah. like oh my god i'm gonna miss the call after i've been here for hours and hours and hours it was also funny when uh, she didn't know that she could put the phone on speaker and monica does it and she looked at the phone and phoebe was so surprised yeah. at that you know outcome yes technology definitely surprises phoebe yeah and that's what she would be like now oh i know like posting and instagram and and Twitter and everything now, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But Lisa sure. Kudrow does have, it does have Instagram, but yeah. Phoebe, I don't know if she would. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. if Phoebe would like social media or not. That's a good question. We should yeah. ask, if we have the writers on and we should ask them that question. What would no, their, what would their uh, socials be like? All the yeah. different characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Do you guys have any favorite lines? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. No, my favorite moment was when the play turns out to be about alien abduction or 
Same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was my favorite part. And it was almost like Joey's relationship with his, his co-star was like the soap opera in itself. That's yeah. true. That might yeah. that would have been a better play. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Than the alien abduction. Even the way they talk to each other. Where are you going? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but no, no favorite lines either. Um, but yeah, good episode. Another one bites the dust. And another one is coming up because we have way more episodes to go. Coming up for the next episode, friends and friends, Ross has a thing on his backside and Phoebe falls for two guys, which is hilarious. If you like this episode, subscribe, give us five stars and leave nice comments. Keep them coming. We'll read them out out loud. Check out our Instagram, Friends with Friends podcast. It's pretty good. Yay. Until next time. Bye.